here for the first time, welcome. If you're here because you listened to our previous episode and were just enamored <laughs> by our delightful conversation and you just couldn't stay away, I'm really glad you decided to stay. Very glad, incredibly glad, and a little bit confused, but glad nonetheless. <laughs> All right, um, well, today we're going we're gonna to get nostalgic. We're going to talk about nostalgic things. But before we go into that, um, we did put a story out begging <laughs> you guys to tell us something to talk about. Um, yeah. To pull up the responses. Um, so Adriana, we love you, Adriana. She asked how to stay sane when you're stuck in your house all day in all capitals. Well, that's a great question. Oh, my goodness. Um, I go outside a lot. Yeah. Go on lots of walks. I think that helps a lot. Yeah. I compartmentalize my house into like I have a designated space that I do work. I have a designated space that I eat. I have a designated designated space that I go and I'm like not doing work. So it kind of like splits it up. Kind of like if you go to the library on campus to study and you go into your living room and your apartment to hang out and you go into your room to sleep, like just kind of compartmentally compartmentalizing it the same way is good. That's smart. Yeah, oh. I don't do that, but that's smart. Where are you most of the day? Are you the type of person that stays in your room all day? Or do you like have like a place in the house that you stay? No, because at home, I don't really have a room because um, the second I moved out, my sisters took over my room basically. So I'm in like a makeshift room in the basement. I get no light down here. It's freezing cold. It's like smells like a basement. So, and we don't have a finished basement. So it's only this one room that's finished. So oh, I, I spend as literally, <laughs> yeah. So it's literally just this one room and the rest of it's an unfinished basement. So we literally, I spend as little time in here as possible. And I go, we have a lot of light in the rest of our house. So I hang out upstairs or I get outside as much as possible when it's nice. Like we, I walk my dogs twice a day and then I just hang out outside with my siblings usually. You walk your dog every morning and night, and then you walk your siblings a couple times. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. That's it. Oh, my gosh. Beck says he wants us to talk about the NFL (laughs) and what to do during (laughs) quarantine. I can tell you the first thing about the NFL. Apparently, Tom Brady went to a different team in the South, and that's a big deal. I was talking about that with him the other day. Okay. He, I told him that we weren't going to have much to offer him on that subject. And I also told him how to spell quarantine about five seconds before he submitted that. So I'm okay. not really sure what happened there. But It's like 12. It's exactly. a hard word. I haven't been spelling it. It is a hard word. It is a hard word. <laughs> I, it took me, I can't spell entrepreneur. And I recently, um, like, I've always been a little, like, inconfident when I try to spell business or Pennsylvania. Just, like, a, okay. little, a little insecure about it. Sure. Okay. Um, I love it. Peyton wants us to discuss abortion. Um, Peyton, I'm going to pull the Uno <laughs> reverse card on you, and you tell me your thoughts on that. <laughs> That's a good response. I like that. <laughs> And um, sweet, sweet Mrs. Collins says, how are you dealing with anxiety oh, yeah. in the face of the unknown right now? Um, anxiety medication. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, mom. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, all jokes aside, I just keep reminding myself that it will pass. Um, 
this isn't yeah the end of the world i also did compare this to a cold a month ago so you know i don't know yeah yeah i am guilty of that as well but (laughs) i don't know i've i try to not procrastinate um because that makes me more anxious Mm -hmm. but um I don't know. I try to do that with school, even though yesterday and today I did cram three weeks worth of a class that I just stopped paying attention to because I had a test today. But besides that, I've been doing, I've been doing pretty well. Fine. She's fine, guys. She's fine. I'm fine. Um, yeah, I guess that's a good one. Not procrastinating. Going outside a lot. I think when it gets mm-hmm. like warmer, that's going to make it the world of a difference. Yeah. Human interaction is good. It's not a problem for me because there's I live with six other people right now, yeah. but you um, basically live in like a really small town. That's true. Yeah, it's a small town within a small town. So true. We're, we're like half the population of town, basically. <laughs> also true. <laughs> you like have different age siblings for different purposes. Like one to keep you entertained, <laughs> one to have good talks with, one to fight with. Like, Honestly, yes. It depends on what mood I'm in, who I go <laughs> hang out with. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to reframe. I think the other biggest thing is reframing my mindset on this and trying to look at the bright side. And I feel really like, I feel weirdly guilty about trying to look at the bright side on this because I'm thinking about like the healthcare workers and immunocompromised and like the elderly and like, just like everybody's getting affected by this in a really negative way. And I don't think I have it as bad as um, a lot of people, but I'm trying to like look at this more of like, you know, just a chance to see what I can do with more time and I don't know just reframing yeah. my mindset and also like not not getting so itchy to get out because that's just going to make it go slower yeah that's a good point <clears throat> and finally Kristen said must haves slash go-tos aka everything but everything but the bagel seasoning the best bag favorite jeans that went everywhere that went from seasoning to purses <laughs> so fast Okay, um, but the seasoning, yes, because I left my everything but the bagel seasoning at my apartment in Philly, and I keep making food, and I'm like, oh, I need to put some on this, and I can't because I don't have it, so it's pretty sad. What are your, um, what are your must-haves slash go-tos? Seasoning, bags, clothing, anything. Like, the material um, things that you cannot live without. Chapstick, for sure. Um, my blue light filtering glasses because my eyes are so sensitive. Um, deodorant. That's a need for sure. Um, (laughs) like, I know you feel this too, that like, I can't, I just, is so important to me. Um, I hate the feeling of not wearing deodorant. That's Yeah. There's been like two or three leaving leaving the house and then realizing you forgot to put on deodorant is like up there with the top worst feelings in the world. I will go to the store and get like one of those mini deodorants to not have to yeah. that way. Oh, so no, I would do that too. It's insane. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, oh, I got, I recently got these jeans from Ross. Last pair on clearance for like $13. Okay. And they fit so well. They're so comfortable. So now anytime I wear jeans, those are the jeans I wear pretty much. Um, and then just like t-shirts. Yeah. And running shorts. Oh, true. I, um, I have been living out of a very minimalist closet the past couple of weeks because I think I mentioned this Same. last time. 
Um, I the, pretty much the only clothes I have here are the lounge clothes that I packed for when I went on spring break, which I was going somewhere where I was like dressing nice every day. So I had like two, like a sweatshirt, a t-shirt and um, like a, two pairs of leggings or something like that. And then I just didn't think I'd be like moving home essentially. So my, when my brother came home, he like shoved some stuff in a box, but I have just like the bare bones here, but I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, I don't, I have become like, oh, you're frozen. Oh, you're just sitting really still. <laughs> I thought you were frozen. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I was just taking it all in. I was intently listening to your story. <laughs> um, I'm gonna put y'all onto something. Hollister's vintage mom jeans. So it's actually funny I'm mentioning Hollister because I do talk about this later on in the episode. But I got a pair this past summer, and they are just like they look like those really stiff vintage jeans, and they're high rise, and they're the perfect fit, and they're the perfect color, and they're the most like they feel like sweatpants like not leggings they're not jeggings they're not super tight they feel like fully sweatpants wow. they're the only jeans that I don't want to take off when I put them on like when I'm the type of person when I get home I will take my jeans off and like I will like, I get right into normal clothes when I get home um mm-hmm. but these jeans I can like keep them on that's amazing yeah I don't own any jeans from Hollister but I'm very intrigued they are a huge hit or miss because one, they're about four sizes too small. So you have to mentally prepare yourself right. before you go yes. shopping. Um, second, they are like all over the board. So there are some that are so skin tight and like, lo- like low rise skinny jeans, low rise jeggings. Mm-hmm. Those are my biggest fear. If like I would, if I saw them on the street, I would run the other way. I don't know what else to like tell you. Yeah. Um, these are the only jeans from Hollister that are okay. I also, I don't like, I'm really picky with my jeans. I don't like American Eagle jeans at all. They don't fit me. They kind of fit me, but I have to go a bigger size in them than I do in most other jeans. Yeah. I feel like every store I have to go a bigger size than I think I am. But I think we're, that's a different problem than that's you're talking point. about. <laughs> I didn't follow the prompt. I wouldn't get all the prompts. I did make the prompts and I had like the perfect idea in my head. It's okay. There's no rules. I actually just went through and wrote a bunch of stuff about high school. So. Okay. I'll that start. should be interesting. Yeah. I'm like going to pull up some repressed memories maybe. Um, first of all, I parted my hair so far to the side. So far. It was like, oh yeah, it was by my ear. It was like, if you take my ear, it was like an, an inch above my ear. <laughs> How, why did I do that? that? Was, I, was that a thing? No. <laughs> it wasn't. I feel like that was kind of a thing. I think a lot of people, you're not the only one. Was, you're not alone. It didn't look good on anybody. It's not one of those like trends. It just like, it would just, it made, it made my forehead look, you know, I take it back. It probably looked good on other people. I'm just being harsh. I'm sorry. Um, you know, there, so that was a thing. The other thing, this is the big thing. First day of school outfits. Oh yeah, those were wow so big. Did you? So I, big. I would think about my first day of school outfit starting in like mid June. Yeah, it was different for me in different grades. I think I stopped caring after ninth grade. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I didn't care anymore. Freshman year, I was kind of like, I don't know what to wear because it's the first day of high school 
and I didn't really know how to act yet. <laughs> but after that, I didn't, I didn't care. <laughs> My fatal flaw in high school was, um, you know how in middle school everybody had tote bags? Yes. And in high school, everybody had backpacks. I didn't get the memo. Mm-hmm. I didn't get the memo that we were switching. <laughs> so right before- Wait, you had a tote bag? Freshman year? Yeah. A Tutti Frutti. What color? It was the Tutti Frutti Vera Bradley tote bag. It was like mint green, like vibrant mint green and hot pink. It yes. Was, oh my God. Yeah. I had a tote. No one told. I was one of two people. One of <laughs> two people in the whole school that carried their stuff around in a tote bag. <laughs> no one told me it was going to be weird. Everybody just decided that they were going to switch Vera Bradley tote bags and switch over to using Jansport teal blue backpacks. And I I was, <laughs> I was a CC there, so that was my first mistake. That's so true. I wrote down. I was. That's what I was trying to find. I was trying to find what my sophomore year first day of school outfit because I can vividly remember all of my oh. outfits and like why I chose them. So, freshman year, I wore Hollister jeans, skinny Laura's jeggings. Oh, don't come for me. A white. Did you? You had your hair in a side braid. Was that that year? I think I wore my hair in a side braid every year. That was, really? my, that was my look. That was my look. I would like part my hair right by my <laughs> and do a side braid and then put the two strands back. It was so whack. Um, I don't think I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I did every year after that. I wore a white long sleeve American Eagle shirt, which doesn't make any sense because it was summer mm-hmm. and it was hot and I wore a long sleeve. I wore a long sleeve pretty much every year because I like long sleeves and I wanted to look as fresh as humanly possible, but I was also sturdy as humanly possible. Um, a bright pink infinity scarf, and I chose bright pink because it was, it was the accent color in my Vera Bradley tote bag. And oh my God, yes. My outfit, my full outfit had to match. And junior year, I wore Hollister jeans, a white shirt, a cardigan. This was the rise of my cardigan obsession. Uh, yes. And a statement necklace. Oh, statement necklaces were big. I was big on the statement necklaces. Yeah. That was like my aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that. In senior year, I wore tie-dye. Yeah. So oh, yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> I love how I text you. I'm like, I'm going to bring up some repressed memories. And then I was like, <laughs> like I wore Sperry's and statement necklaces in high school and they were popular. <laughs> Sperry's, oh my gosh. Yeah. Why were those are popular. Hold on. What's up? Come on in. Hey, what's up? Oh my goodness, look. Zoom in. Podcasting. How's quarantine? He said, how's quarantine? Hey. What? He said, how's quarantine? Oh, it's, you know, it's going. Oh, you both have your headphones on. She said, it's, you know, yeah. it's going. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. All right. I'll cut that out. I loved it. It's my favorite. Maybe I'll keep it in. <laughs> For the fun of it. Um, I don't know. So that's that's my nostalgic number one. It's going so hard on what I was wearing for the first day of school. Yeah, that's a good one. That's pretty relatable. I don't know. A lot of the ones that I um, thought of are from um, like elementary school. But the one, the main one I have from high school is like um, in cross country. And I don't know, I feel like we both did like cross country and track, which mm-hmm. were fall and spring sports. So I feel like a lot of people who just played sports in general can relate to this. But um, 
like the transition of the seasons every time from like summer to fall and then from spring to summer every year always just like takes me back to that so vividly like yeah like right now we're kind of in that like it's transitioning to warmer weather and like just like the crisp fresh air and it's like the first day where it's finally warm enough to like comfortably go outside in shorts i knew you were gonna say that i knew that was the biggest thing right and being able to run in shorts yeah that was huge that was i am like just so i graduated three years ago and I'm just now um, being okay with the fact that summer's coming because I felt like I was, I hate the heat. Like I hated running in the heat and I would always yeah. dread the summer. And now it's like, I can enjoy my summer without that hanging over my head. No, yeah, that's, that's really true actually. Like running, and then that's like the other side of it because cross country is a fall sport, but it's always like Not so ridiculously hot when we do it. So there would be like just the final days where you'd be like, oh, are leaves falling? Is that, are the leaves crunching under my feet as I'm running? And then like, you're not complete, like not every single part of your body is sweating maybe after practice. Like maybe you're a little bit less sweaty than usual. And then are a little bit spicy, but everything else is good. Yeah, exactly. And like you, maybe you shiver for the first time in months and you're like, oh, was that? Was that a cool breeze? <laughs> a cool breeze. I tell Could you, it be? I will forever have a deep spiritual appreciation for the first cool day and the first warm day. Yeah. Those were exactly first up like the first warm day I can like I'm like taken back I feel like maybe you'll like maybe this is a dream maybe you were there too but it was like we're on the track wearing shorts for the first time and it's like really sunny outside and really warm and we're just doing like the the knee-ups or whatever and we're just doing the warm-ups on the oh, yeah. track, on the turf before we go on a long run uh-huh and then so that's what I remember for track and then for cross country I feel like it was always like thousands it was like the first cool day thousands was every day though we did yeah every day. that's true I do you know I had a dream that I was, we were doing thousands in the cross country team the other night. The oh, other night, nice three years day. later, I have this dream. I have almost re- four years later. <laughs> that's that's how you know you're traumatized. Um, no, not traumatized. I know. Whatever. Um, I kind of though reoccurring dreams in the cornfield. I've had like probably realistically yeah. at least three dreams that took place in the 1200s cornfield. Oh my god, that freaking field. Field. We will I, never forget. You know, I didn't hate it. I had one good workout there, so I didn't hate it. For the yeah, rest of the they, they weren't as bad as they could have been, I feel like. I don't know. No, I, I liked them better than thousands. Yeah, that's true. I hated mile repeats. Yeah, those are ass. <laughs> and track workouts. They're so bad. I feel like the 1200s were like the happy medium. Mm-hmm. That's um, true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like even... Um, now there will be some random days usually in those like transition periods where I'll go walk just walk outside for the first time in the morning and be like oh my gosh it smells and feels like a mid-pens 2014 you know what I mean and like it'll just take me back to a specific like neat place I'm like oh my god okay. yeah that's crazy that's insane mid-pens always had the weirdest vibe to it 
like just like yeah it is like feeling in the back you're like feeling where it was like I can't even explain it it's intangible it's beyond beyond words yeah I agree I have two um two one I can breeze past because I don't feel like I need to discuss it the other one we can get more in depth um, okay I don't know why I have this as like a nostalgic thing but I was on being self-conscious and then I did a bullet point and I just had ankles as the bullet point (laughs) you know why you did that I know I know why I did that I know I did that but I'm just trying to think back why I am so like I used to be so self-deprecating in high school everything that came that was like that was annoying I'm proud of my friends for standing by me through that, but it was my ankles that were the source of most of my insecurities, which doesn't make any sense. Like it was a salient thing. Like it was always on my mind. It was like instinctive. Like like as a human, you know, you need to breathe. You know, you mm-hmm. get free. It was like the third sense was like feeling self-conscious about my ankles. And I'm just like reflecting on how much more I could have achieved in my four years in high school or how much more like how much more I could have enjoyed life if I didn't spend every second worrying about what people thought about my ankles because I don't think more than two or three people ever thought about my ankles. Right. That's pretty accurate. Or maybe I'm playing myself. Maybe everybody. <laughs> maybe it was not just a couple boys on the cross-country team that thought I had <laughs> No, no, it's funny because it's like your ankles and you're like, that. that's a part of you that just it's just funny because it's your ankles but it's so true like everyone in high school has that either that one thing or like a few things that they're super self-conscious about for no real reason like it there's a reason to them but nobody else (laughs) there is a reason it was like specifically my achilles tendon and my knees were like two of my biggest insecurities which like nobody nobody cares (laughs) I wish I could go back so to like, my high school self and like not tell her that like her ankles and her knees were fine because everybody told her they were fine. I would just straight up, I don't know, I'd, I'd level with her. It's just so funny because it's like, you're not like, oh my God, my stomach or like my chest, you're like my Achilles tendon and my knees. <laughs> what? I, okay, I don't know. I don't know if it was, if it's like an actual thing to be as self-conscious as I was, if everybody's actually that self-conscious. If you are and you're listening to this, you're wasting so much time because it's not going to have any effect on like how much you achieve in life. It's how much like, I think nowadays it's like how, how pretty like the people on TikTok perceive you to be. And if you can do those like voiceovers or if you have to like resort to making like the cool aesthetic video, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So if you're (laughs) self-conscious, think about maybe you might be wasting some of your energy that's that's my harsh advice and I only say that because I was so brutally insecure and I wasted so much joy out of that okay mm-hmm. I'm gonna the other one I have is music I think music is okay. probably the most nostalgic thing because yeah. I you get obsessed with a song and you listen to it like I like I go through periods of songs where I listen to them like multiple times a day for like a period of my life and then I'll like stop suddenly one day and then when I go back and revisit it it like fully takes me back yes that's true yeah I started to go through my um high school 
playlists and I started I got June 2014 so like summer after freshman year and oh I wow trumpets by Jason Derulo was on my playlist oh my gosh yeah when the trumpets played in that song it was like I like thought <laughs> it was a movie. chef's kiss Classic me, I would always like play these super dramatic songs and like close my eyes or like while I was running, just like envision myself like in this like movie and just like oh. mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite pastimes. I still do it. Ooh, who am I kidding? Um Classic by MKTO, which do you know song My about? sister has been playing that lately. It's all good. the time and I it is good. Yeah. I'm glad I reminded I'm glad my old playlist reminded me of it. Um, yeah, a wasted by Tiesto. I used to play a lot. I was what fifteen. Why was I playing that? Like, <laughs> I was. I'm like, no. My friends and I go to the park and play like, like play frisbee. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the Sam Smith. And this is like all like one playlist of like one like era. And mm-hmm. I can, like, feel. I can feel the summer heat. Um. Sam Smith Latch Remix. That is like Oh yeah. The first yeah. time you heard that it was that was also the summer I discovered Hozier. Um so he was in there a lot. Oh big summer for you. Big summer big summer for me. <laughs> for fall 2014. I just have the year of our Lord because that was when I was like obsessed with Lord. And that made me so this is also a like Tumblr so phase where I was on Tumblr a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Were you ever on Tumblr? I was not, but I remember you talking about it, and I remember when you had Tumblr. Winter 2014 slash 2015 was when I developed a taste in music. I wouldn't say it was a good taste, but it was okay. my own taste. Um, I was very sad, and I didn't have a reason to be sad, and it wasn't an actual sad where something was going on. It was like, um, like a like a teenager who wants to like feel emotional sad. So right. My playlist, which I thought I was like on the forerunner of finding these songs, was A Drop in the Ocean by Ron Pope. I don't know that song. Oh my gosh. Um, and then I had like, it was songs that were called like Bittersweet Tragedy and like all these sad songs. And then in the middle, wow. in the middle of this email playlist, I have GDFR or Going Down For Real by <laughs> Flo Rider. <laughs> And stage of course, I know that nine. one. Of course, I know that one. <laughs> yeah. So I will continue oh to get really that's emotional. great. But I feel like we always had different hype songs for cross country too, like um, "Holy Grail." Yeah. Um, Anaconda, Nicki Minaj. Um, yeah. One floor. Or that yeah. was the Carlisle invite. Yeah, shake it off. Shake It Off, classic. I loved that song. It's weird because that song was new when we first heard it, and now it's old several years later. Yeah. I understand that's how the world works, but it's like That's weird, weird how time works. It's, it's weird when you live it. It's weird living through it. That's, yes, you're right. Um, yeah, that was the also thing if you had, like, songs with your friends. that like, it, like, takes you back to listen yeah. to it. Oh, like, remember any time, um um get low would come on <laughs> by yeah. little john and dj snake <laughs> all of us would go running to the dance floor <laughs> oh i'm thinking about like a little group of like cross-country girls like, <laughs> really, like, girls that aren't like, 
And they like get low. Is this DJ Snake? Get me out there. <laughs> this is my song. <laughs> oh my god. Bling bling so is the fun. song the song of this era. It's been about like yes. a year and a half since Jill introduced it to us. Yep. And yeah, so I think it's gonna it's a good one. I think that one's gonna stand the test of time. Um I will look back mm-hmm. on it, I'll play it to my kids and I'm like and they're like four or five years old and be like, this reminds me of my college days. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I say. Music. So high school, first out, day of school outfits. And um, music are my two for now. Yeah, those are good ones. I don't know. Do you have anything else from high school? <laughs> they're all from high school. On there? Um, okay. Wait. I have things in high school being, like, everything being, like, a huge deal. Like, I'm trying to remember, like, drama. <laughs> yes. And I can't remember what it was about, but I remember it was something. And then when I think really hard, then I remember what it was about. And I was like, what? what? Yeah. I also. That's so true. I was talking to Drew about this a little bit yesterday, just, like, about the nostalgic episode and just, like, jotting down notes. Do you remember um, spring break senior year before he asked me to prom and I really wanted him to? So I like planned this super elaborate strategy to like put it in like the back of his head. So we went to Target after the hike and I got like yep. that I was <laughs> and I went to his checkout lane and I was just like trying to like yes run. he he's the most like you you can't be subtle with him you it didn't work like he didn't get it. Well, I mean, he asked you to prom. He did. So, you got the result you were looking for, which is true. But he didn't, he didn't understand that me getting the earrings I was going to wear to prom and going to the checkout lane and talking, I'm like, yeah, like, can't wait, like, these are for prom, like, what are your plans, like, you excited, like, he didn't register that. (laughs) Men are so stupid. They are. (laughs) Oh Um, my god, that's so funny. I remember that day, though. Prom was crazy. There's so much drama around prom. I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> now I just remembered. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yep. <laughs> just like the entire year. And after you come back from winter break, that's like, it's just prom. Like, that's all there is. I mean, I have a few from like elementary school. Hemi with them. That I was thinking of. Like, first of all, just whenever, so whenever you would get um, your letter in the mail in elementary school of what teacher you had was like the biggest day and <laughs> I remember um, like calling your friends from your landline or um, your friends calling you and then like the high adrenaline rush that came with like finding out you're in the same class or the deep depression um, when you found out you were not in the same class and when your best friend wasn't in your same class oh my gosh yes that's tragic or when your worst enemy ended up being in your class, just... Did you have enemies in elementary school? Enemies? No, but I had people I didn't like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm trying to remember you with, like, this mega beef with this, like, other six-year-old. <laughs> no. Oh. Um, but, yeah, and then I was just thinking about, like, getting mail in general. Mail. I don't really get mail anymore. It's kind of sad. Or, like, phone calls. That's not as exciting because there's always um, a certain amount of anxiety that goes along with um, phone calls for a lot of people, I feel like. But getting letters and mail, so Mm -hmm. hype. Yeah. Getting mail. I would always get so excited for that day. And it was always, like, two days after I just, like, 
gave up on it. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Which is almost nicer. Or like after your birthday, like a few days after your birthday, when you get a late birthday card coming in. Yeah. So nice. Because you're not expecting it anymore. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Do you remember when we used to have birthdays? When we used to be able to celebrate our birthday? Yes. And that was another thing I had when um, it was your birthday in elementary school and you got to bring in like a dessert or something. And then if you had leftovers, I don't know if this is a thing that like happened at all schools, but when we have had like um, extra desserts, we would get to pick a friend and then go around the school to um, get hand out the extras to other teachers in the building. So you would just go with your best friend and like hand out your extra desserts to all your favorite teachers from before. And it was amazing. It was amazing. You would have to make extras. That'd be like part of the game. Oh yeah. I was always like, mom, there has to be extras. Like make sure there's a lot of not enough for everybody in the class to get two. Right. Because that would be not planned. Totally. There has to be like five to seven extra. I always wanted to break my leg so badly. Yeah, that was always a thing. Everyone wanted a broken leg and braces and glasses. Yeah. I kids are weird. Yeah. I don't know why I wanted to break my leg. Like <laughs> I think I just wanted the attention. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> why anybody wants like braces, glasses, or a broken leg because you go into school and people are like, Whoa, you have glasses now, like let me try them on. Yeah, I think that's it too. And then uh, braces people used to get like the colored bands in them mm-hmm. so like someone you know someone would go to the orthodontist and then the next day come in with like their super cool orange and blue like braces you know, like, wow. people would get them like for christmas and they would have them have them red and blue or red and green oh my god <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay imagine so by this logic you're telling me like every nine-year-old's dream is to overnight get braces then yeah. while they're at the dentist they go to their doctor and their doctor's like you actually can't see anything either here are glasses and then right. on their way home they trip fall break a leg they come back into school on monday with braces glasses and a broken leg yeah that's that would be actively living the dream of most nine-year-olds i think that sounds like the worst day of my life <laughs> <laughs> now it does yeah huh I think I had one more. I had field day on there also, just because I loved field day. It was so hype. I wasn't athletic. I couldn't run to save my life. Actually, I loved it. In fifth grade, I was put in the relay, and then after I ran my first race, I was taken out of the relay. Oh. Yeah, that actually hurts so (laughs) bad. (laughs) Now, like, thinking back, that just... What a repressed memory. And I had a little scrapbook. And I'm like, one time I like, because it was always four people and they would give out a little Mm -hmm. ribbon to everybody. And one time I didn't get fourth place, I got third place. And I was so excited that I put that in my scrapbook of not getting last place in a running. That's so cute. Is it? That's adorable. Yes. That's like cute. You're a child. Where you're like, ooh. I think it's cute. Hey, you went on to become a runner then, a competitive runner. A mediocre in high school. <laughs> competitive in the JV races. <laughs> okay. I feel like at this point in my life, I'm more like athletic and fit than I was in high school when I like played a sport, ran a sport. Yeah, sometimes I think about that, but I'm like, no, probably not. I don't know. 
though. And then sometimes I'm like, maybe I just wasn't like actually trying my best in high school. I don't think I was. But I feel like I was dying. See, no, I agree because I feel like every time I got tired, I slowed down and I didn't really push through anything, but I was also like Mm -hmm. dying, but like I definitely could have pushed harder. Right. But I also feel like the first couple times, like, I feel like I never tapped into like the next level of my kid. And this is kind of like, this is something I deal with on a daily basis. And I think I'm going to always deal with, but I feel like I haven't tapped into the next level of my abilities because I don't really leave my comfort zone when things get difficult. That's true. That's, that's actually really hard to do though. Yeah. That's like a skill that I think you have to kind of teach yourself. And I just always get nostalgic about like having baby siblings because like I, there were just always kids mm-hmm. in my life, like, growing up. I think I've said this before, but I have, like, I'm the oldest of five, so I have four younger siblings, and we've been, um, since we've been in quarantine all together, we've been watching, um, like, old home videos Aww. sometimes, and, like, it's so cute because my youngest brother was, like, in most of them, he was between, like, and two and then everyone like falls in between and I'm like between eight and ten and like I don't know there were just so many cute little things we did as kids like I remember whenever um my younger brother and sister I remember mostly when we were when they were being potty trained my mom would get everybody together and give us we all got M&Ms when they um went on the potty because to reinforce them to want to go so little things like that and even the other day I've noticed sometimes this happens that like my siblings and I will be doing something fun and then we get excited and like the room starts getting really loud and um my first automatic reaction will be like guys be quiet the baby's sleeping and because like that was my whole childhood being like be quiet because like there's a baby sleeping there hasn't been a baby sleeping in the house for many years but like it's it's still like I almost said it out loud I was like no (laughs) even walking through the baby aisle at a store like oh I used to be crazy all the time I remember shopping for baby food but like that's I was always the baby I always wanted one so bad like I wanted my mom to have a kid but I don't know I haven't like I think I've held a baby like three times in my life I don't see that's crazy to me I have like friends who've never had a baby I'm like what I, I sound like I sound like an empty nester I really do like a mom who doesn't have kids anymore who, well like, you're but, like drowning in the babies because that's your occupation yeah that's true I do like hold them for a living and I grew up with them all my life so, so cute. yeah I had I just remembered a note I had with the neighborhood kids which was very specific to my like my neighborhood is like all either old people or people with like little kids so when we were Mm -hmm. young I had like this like super sick group when we play like survivor and capture the flag and we'd bike around oh yeah type of stuff and I was like thinking about it because I've been like seeing like groups of kids biking and I was like Mm -hmm. wow and then I'm like like one day they're gonna be like you know 20 years old visiting their house and like they're gonna look outside and see a group of little kids biking and those little kids would be like class of 2050 at that point oh my god (laughs) I saw a sign the sign in front of our old high school says like now enrolling um kindergarten class of like 2033 or something and I was like holy shit (laughs) doesn't that blow your mind yeah that makes me feel so old I know I feel like we're we're about to hit our last fun birthday 
or maybe we already hit our last fun birthday. <laughs> We're about to be having a Zoom meeting on our birthday because we can't go anywhere. Um, I liked doing this topic this week because it's nice to like think about fun times we had before when like times are hard, you know? <laughs> it's like before and after. COVID. Yes. That's so true. Oh my yeah. gosh. Like it's never gonna like it's gonna go back to normal, but it's all like yeah. It's it's not like a four week thing where it's gonna go totally back to normal in four weeks. Like it's gonna right. be a long process and that is just no, I'm afraid when like non-essential businesses open up again, everyone's just gonna go insane. What's gonna happen? People, people, everybody's talking about having like huge ragers, like a soon as yeah. it is, but I feel like it needs to ease back into it. I know. Like, not but how do you even, how do you implement that? People won't listen. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Well, I'm glad. Oh. I'm glad we got to talk about this and reflect on our past a little bit. Yeah. No. Um, Hope you guys are staying safe out there, staying six feet apart, safe you safe. know. Um, if you are. Sorry, my mic broke up. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything to say. Um, yeah, thanks guys for tuning in. Feel free if you want to DM us and let us know what you feel, what you think is the most nostalgic memory or something that inspires nostalgia. Let me know. Yeah. I think it's really interesting, like, hearing what other people think, like, what, what gives other people the feeling of nostalgia. Yeah, me too. I love talking about that with other people. Yeah, I feel like it's, like, one of my favorite pastimes is going through old playlists and old photos and mm-hmm. feeling it. And it's weird because, like, the moments that we were, you know, experiencing, like, maybe not right now necessarily, but, like, especially the weeks leading up to, you know, the end of March and, or the beginning of March and stuff like that are, like, things that we're going to look back and be nostalgic on. And just like, yeah, really that's true, actually. Like, that's how I'm trying to think about it, too, because this is like um, time that I'm getting to spend with my family that yeah. after this quarantine, I probably won't get a lot at all of anymore. So there are, there are good things to it. Yeah, I think the Google, you know, Google has that like end of year thing every year. Yeah, yeah. It, it's always super emotional, and I think it's going to be crazy this year. Yeah, all right, that's all I have for you guys. Um, let us know what makes you nostalgic. Leave a five-star review. Um, don't listen to the last episode, but we have a lot of other good episodes uh, <laughs> that you can check out. I'm yeah, one, one through three. There's some good stuff out there. One through three, prime. Five, prime. Four, d- don't know her. We're going to leave it up there so you look consistent. Who is she? <laughs> who, who is she? I don't know. I could like... She doesn't even go here. The middle of that podcast episode is like the second page of Google. It just nothing will ever like yeah you'll never see that's a really good comparison (laughs) no let's let's never talk about it ever again i don't even know what there's to talk about it because i don't know what all right cool (laughs) all right sorry guys Uh, guys. have a great week all right bye